Hey guys! So, as you can tell from the title, this episode is going to be a little different. Because this one, it's just me. Hi, it's just me. And I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a little update about where I've been, why I stopped putting out episodes and writing stories, and some changes with the show. So, as far as where I've been, when I started this podcast, I was on the res. And I was on the res for a pretty long time. I went for what I thought would be a quick visit, but I ended up staying in different places in Montana for over a year. I was kind of doing the whole van life thing, and also staying with people. And then, I'm going to be honest, I basically went broke. Money had been tight the whole time. Obviously, doing the whole van life thing, I wasn't working a day job other than a summer job I had in Montana. And then, last winter, it just got out of hand. People sometimes ask me if I make money with the podcast, and no, I don't. But I do have a way now to support the show for any of you who want, no pressure, of course, Um, and I'll come back to that at the end of the episode. But yeah, I went broke, and that's one reason I had to come home for a bit. Which is where I'm at now, back in Iowa, working a full-time job. And to be honest, I also left and stopped everything, because I got overwhelmed. I've talked about this on the podcast, but everyone on the reservation has a story, their own or of a missing or murdered relative. And I found that a lot of people were open to share those stories with me. I've also talked before on this podcast about how I didn't know any of this before I randomly came across Selena Not Afraid's story. Like, I didn't know anything about missing and murdered or all the other crazy modern-day colonialism that is still impacting people on reservations right now. So it was all kind of a shock to the system. And I'm a very sensitive person, which I haven't really talked about on this podcast because it's not a personal podcast. Although, I don't know, it might come through in my writing, but I am. I've always been a bit of a sensitive girly. I jokingly call myself a delicate flower. And I feel like an asshole saying this, because who am I to complain about how the stories of MMIP and indigenous oppression impact me, a white girl, emotionally, to write about them? Like, how fucked up is that? But I just wanted to come on here and tell you guys the truth. And the truth is that hearing so many stories did impact me emotionally and mentally. Back then, I tried to shove my feelings of sadness down, and have even half of the strength that I've seen in the family members of the missing and murdered. But as I said, I got overwhelmed. I didn't want to. I felt like a total piece of shit failure that I couldn't keep up. But that's what happened. I couldn't keep up with the episodes, or continuing to write about the stories of missing and murdered. It just got to be too much. Because also, my mindset on everything was different back in the beginning. I was able to power through those feelings of sadness by telling myself and believing that making episodes and writing about stories was actually helping. And I hope it is. But I just started to feel really powerless as one single person. I wanted to make a change. I still want to make a change, or be part of a change. And I don't think that having this podcast is pointless, obviously, which is why I'm still doing it. But I just realized, in a very real way out on the res, that awareness is not going to be enough. 
And beyond awareness, I mean, I have ideas of projects and actual tangible things to do that would be helpful. And there's things going on that I would love to participate in or cover. But again, just without money and as just one person, the reality of what I realistically could do just was crushing. I kind of had an existential crisis. Like everything felt pointless and I was in a pretty bad place, like mental health wise. But being back home for a while, I realized that I just needed the time and space to kind of recharge and process everything. And I'm doing a lot better now. And I know this might sound phony, but truly, there hasn't been a day since I stopped posting that I haven't thought about the missing and murdered in specific cases like Selena and others. And having been out on the res and stayed with families, that's another thing that's changed recently. I always felt the calling to do this right, but it's just more personal now. I don't know, it's hard to explain. But that's another reason why this has been taking so long. With the rest of Selena's story and the others I'm going to cover, I don't want anything to be last minute, or not 100% my best work. Which, on that note, there are going to be some changes with the show. First of all, obviously the name change. This podcast started off as Law Ain't Order because I thought it was a clever pun on the greater topic of systemic oppression throughout MMIP stories. But meeting people in person and telling them about the podcast, the name eventually just got confusing. Because first of all, I'm just, I don't know, I'm like lame, I'm Midwestern, and saying ain't is just, it feels inauthentic. It's just not how I usually speak. So then whenever I would say, like, oh, yeah, my podcast, it's called Law Ain't Order, people would always be like, oh, it's called Law and Order? And I have to be like, no, it's Law Ain't Order, and that's even more unnatural. So I just, yeah, I just realized it was confusing. So the new name of the show is Out of Sight, Missing, and Murdered. And I came up with Out of Sight because of the fact that the stories of missing and murdered Indigenous people are brushed under the rug and just kept out of sight and out of mind in mainstream society for the most part. But basically, the show will be the same. And um, I made the decision that before I posted another new episode on Selena, I wanted to make sure I had the rest of her season already done, so that when I started again, it would be consistent. So for the next four weeks, at least, there will for sure be a new episode every Wednesday. And as far as the new episodes, I think the only thing that's different is that they're longer than the ones I've previously posted, which hopefully you guys are into. I know personally, I like long-form podcasts, but it wasn't intentional necessarily. As I said, I just took my time to make sure I was saying everything I wanted to say and exactly how I wanted to say it. So it's just a bit longer. And now that the rest of the episodes about Selena are done, I'm going to go back and revisit the old ones. I haven't started that yet, but the content most likely will stay the same for the most part, just because I feel like it's already been out there for so long, I kind of have a responsibility not to edit it too much. But I am going to re-record the old episodes and repost just for better vocal quality. Also, I'm using different music now, so I just want the whole thing to be cohesive. And then after Selena's story, I know that the next three I'm going to cover are going to be Allison Highwolf, Braven Glenn, and Cole Stump. Maybe not in that order, I'm still figuring it out. But after the finale episode on Selena, there's actually going to be a little bit of a break. I'm still going to be posting, but 
I'm going to talk about something besides missing and murdered. I'm not sure what yet. As I said, I just finished Selena's season. But I know that I need a little bit of a breather before jumping into the next MMIP case. So for a couple weeks, or I'm not sure exactly how long after Selena's season, I'm going to cover some different topics. I'm not exactly sure what yet, but it will either be Indigenous history, some non-MMIP Indigenous news, or maybe, maybe something personal about my experience along the way. I'm not sure, but just a bit of a breather from true crime. It's just heavy, you guys. As I said, I'm sensitive, delicate flower. And again, I do feel like an asshole, like even being burned out by talking about the stories of missing and murdered when there are so many people out there who live those stories every day. I'm really not trying to be an asshole. I just don't want to burn out again. So I'm trying to have a more balanced approach this time around. And I also feel like an asshole bringing this next part up. But as I said, I do have tangible ideas of things I want to do that I just don't have the money for. Like when I say I work a full-time job, I work at a daycare. And I actually decided to go back to college next semester for American Indian Studies and Journalism to learn how to do this better. So basically when I say I'm working a full-time job, it's just I'm not, I'm not making big money. And something else you might not know is I'm actually an illustrator as well. If you've seen the Out of Sight Facebook page, all of the red posters that accompany the stories I wrote that say justice for the person's name are all my drawings. And I decided to start an Etsy shop with several of my own designs and one from a guest, all related to MMIP and indigenous justice that you can buy on t-shirts and hoodies. Again, no press, just if you're interested, if you want to check it out. And as far as the profits of this shop, I know it's not going to be very much. I'm working through a fulfillment partner. So basically, I design the shirts, they produce them and ship them, and I get a small fraction of the selling price. And as far as where that money will go, as I said, they're mostly my designs, but I do have one guest. If you look on the shop, the Everybody Hates Chris one is actually by an artist named Autumn Markham. And obviously, I told her I would, you know, send the profits her way, but she said that she'd prefer them just to be donated to some kind of nonprofit working with MMIP families. So I haven't sold any yet, but the profits from her design will be going to the Snowbird Fund, which helps Indigenous Montana families fund their search efforts for missing loved ones. And as far as my designs, I'm going to set that money aside and save up to put towards the show. Specifically, I would like to start a website because I've written up a lot of different stories on Facebook posts, and I feel like those stories deserve a place to live permanently. And I don't know how to do that, so I'd have to get some assistance, which would cost money. And also, the rest of the stories I'm going to cover need interviews. I won't get into the details now, but I don't think that these interviews, some of these interviews, can really be done on the phone. And I need to do some more boots-on-the-ground stuff to see some things, talk to some people. So the goals for the Etsy shop are to start a website, and we'll also go towards saving up for my next Montana trip, which hopefully will be this summer. I'm applying for summer jobs again. But yeah, anyway, truly no pressure. Just check it out if you want to. The link to my Etsy is etsy.com shop MMIWP apparel, and that link will be in the show notes.
And yeah, that's about it. I just wanted to check in and give you guys an update and a quick note on what to expect with the show. And I remember the first episode got so many more downloads than I was expecting. And I really hope that this new one does well. I really, really do, because I put a lot of work into these new episodes. And I hope you guys don't think less of me for taking such a long break. I mean, I know it's not like any of you guys are kept up awake at night thinking about me in this podcast, but I have been nervous to come back. You guys who listen and review and all that have always been amazing, so I just feel like I've let you guys down, as well as the families and current MMIP cases I haven't written about since I stopped the podcast. But the only thing I can do now, the only way to move forward, is to get back to it, which I'm going to try my best to do. So thanks for listening and for coming back, and I will see you all with a new episode very soon.